These two are clearly having issues with each other, could not restrain them themselves, so we're going to give them two minutes to think about what they've done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the latest edition of Get to the Point. I'm Joe DeLeon, as always. And I'm Sean Anderson. And some more content that's not solely focused on latest news just because we're in the offseason for the NFL, which tends to be our primary talking point. Not really a huge fan of talking baseball just because there's so many games during the season. So we decided to stick with some off-topic criteria but and on focus. To- on yeah. topic, though. Like on I was, and I, off topic. I would say it's still topical given some of the developments yes. that we've seen in the league recently. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to be discussing today with one of our general topics is coaches and players and who deserves the credit. So what I mean by that is in situations where you have an elite coach and you have an elite quarterback, or maybe in other instances if we can think of some other ones where there's an, just an elite player and not an elite quarterback, who deserves the most credit for the era that they might have contributed to and created with their teams. So is is it the coach that's building up these players and has the scheme, or is it the players that were already in place that have proven that they can win on their own? Anything before we get into it? No, I think you gave us a really good intro. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you want to do any housekeeping for the show beforehand. Uh, no, we'll just, stick to that. You want to just dive right into yeah, it? Yeah, let's dive right into All it. All right, Joe. I mean, you, this is your uh, real topic of forte. I mean, I had the we had, I I closed in on the position group topics. I you know, mm-hmm. so I'll give you the lead here. Okay. So the first one that we're going to be talking about is Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. For anyone that is not familiar with the two of them which I would assume any football fan that's listening to this would know that there is five Super Bowls won amongst the two of them. And Tom Brady has had an exceptional career, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history, and has proven to be very consistent. But at the same time, Bill Belichick has proven that he is also one of the best coaches in the history of the league from the players that he's taken from the ground up and developed. Who do you think... Go gives the mo- deserves the most credit in this situation. I know everyone's going to say Belichick because he's the coach and he has a lot of say, but I think that Brady does an excellent job at making the players around him better than they should be. The players of caliber that they go out and scout, they scout those players on the, on the cheaper side most of the time because they know that Brady can elevate their game and elevate the whole team. So I think that Brady deserves more than he will be getting by the getting from the analysts. The only thing that I'm going to say is that I think very few people really acknowledge how much development Bill Belichick has done to some players in this league. If you look at the backup quarterbacks that have had to play in the absences of Tom Brady from either injury or from suspension related to Deflategate, They've been able to play at a high level, and all these guys have been, to some extent, not no-name guys, but guys that nobody really thought were going to be elite quarterbacks in the league. So let me let me go through them. So you have Ryan Mallett, who was traded for by the Texans, who looked very good in the preseason at, at times, and I believe he has gotten some playing time here and there and has proven, again, that he looked better than he actually was because as soon as he left the Patriots, he completely fell off. And then 
The other one is Matt Castle, who had to play a majority of the season and help lead the Patriots still to the playoffs, and was actually originally a tight end at USC, but was converted to quarterback. And then in this past two seasons ago, Jimmy Garoppolo, who was recently traded, who developed very nicely out of Eastern Illinois, and then I'm completely blanking on the quarterback that's now with the Indianapolis Colts. Is it Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Of all those guys, in the times that they've had to fill in, and, and I'm sure I'm missing a few, like Brian Hoyer's one that uh, that has just had to fill in at times. All of these guys have played at elite levels, and some of them have gone on to other teams and completely fallen off. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I think that it goes beyond the quarterback depth position on the team of who has a bigger impact. I think Brady has elevated more receivers than Belichick has elevated quarterbacks. Okay, but so when Chris Hogan shouldn't be uh, as good of a receiver but, okay, as but he do you is, give, neither do should you, Dammy, do you, Danny Amendola. Do you give neither the credit Julian Edelman? None of them would. Do you be, give the credit of Tom Brady being a good quarterback? Yes. Or do you give the credit to Bill Belichick being able to, to scheme, Tom, being able to scheme with very average athletes? I give the credit to Tom Brady for being the the, the best quarterback mm. and being able to elevate them. That's <sighs> what that's the reports that you get from former players. That, are, that have worked with astounding quarterbacks. They say these quarterbacks are able to make their players better. Coaches, it's their job to make their player, their players better. But Brady takes it to, to a whole different level. But if Tom Brady never had Bill Belichick, would these players be at the level? So you're saying that Tom Brady would have been able to improve these players if Bill Belichick wasn't there. But would those players be at the level that they are without Bill Belichick as well? Without the double amount of influence and development. Yes, I, I, they would not be where they are. I'm giving credit to Belichick, but I'm saying Brady has done more in developing a wide receiving core every year that when you go in, except for last year when they got Brandon Cooks, who's, they have produced wide receivers out of thin air. Wide receivers that can go out and win but games. I, I just don't think that – but if you look at all the other position groups, I don't think that that argument really fills that because if you look at every single other position group on the team that he's done that with – with very no-name guys. He's taken some pretty low-end talent and turned them into in, into good players. There's multiple times during seasons in which analysts were saying that the Patriots had one of the worst offensive lines coming into the year, and then at the end of the year they're talking about how good they are. They've been able to develop offensive linemen. They've been able to develop defenses of guys that aren't really elite talent. And that's not particularly Bill Belichick. That's also Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels. Patricia's no longer with the team, and he's now with the Lions as their head coach. But I think that there's a lot more hand in how good the Patriots are on Bill Belichick just for the way that his players have turned out. I'm just saying that's a rational analysis. But when you think Patriots, you think high-flying offense, you Mm. think an offense that will meticulously break you down and consistently be a threat during the game – and that doesn't happen without Tom Brady running the show on offense. But, who's who's wait, the best but, player? But, but other, but who's uh, the best receiver wait, that Tom but Brady other, has ever had? Other guys have gone in and performed with that offense. Not the at same a high way. Level. Not the same way. So you're saying Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett didn't absolutely dominate when they had those four games? The Houston Texans weren't what they lived up to be when they when they beat them. The Green Bay Packers weren't as well. Weren't either. The other two teams, I'm blanking on them. They they. They weren't that I mean, good when obvi- they beat them. Obviously, I'm just obviously saying, Tom dude, Brady is the better quarterback out of the, all the ones that I'm naming, but they still were able to win games and perform well and 
some of, some of the times I think Garoppolo threw for four or three touchdowns in one of those games. I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying that the ability that Tom Brady has to elevate the players and receivers around him from fifth round, sixth round potential talents to number one receivers getting picked up first in your fantasy team, being able to produce. Julian Edelman but is I not the number one I receiver, but somehow he became one. I don't think, though, that you, the point that you're trying to make, though, is I don't think that in any means that a quarterback has as much influence as a coach does on the development of a player and the scheming and the procedural efficiency and analysis on how to get them in space and get them the ball and get them to produce. If any of those guys were on any other team and maybe Tom Brady was their quarterback, I don't think they would have been anywhere near that what they are. You're missing my point. I'm not discrediting Belichick. I know you're not. But, but I you're think giving Tom Brady too much well, credit. No, I am not. Who's the best wide receiver he's ever had? Randy Moss? In the back the Deion back, Branch, back maybe? In, yes, exactly. But they're mediocre. They're obviously mediocre receivers. Then why are they so great? Why did Randy because Moss Bill break Belichick. the record? Why Bill did Belichick. why did he Bill, break the touchdown record? Bill Belichick knows how to get them the football. Oh my god. Obviously Tom Who's Bra- throwing the football? Obviously Tom Brady's throwing the football, but if Tom Brady I if Bill Belichick was not the one scheming and being the one behind the curtain doing all the work and moving the pieces, those players would not have been the same. I don't think Tom Brady would even have played a, a game in the NFL if Bill Belichick hadn't seen what every other coach in the NFL didn't see. No, because Bledsoe got rocked and then Brady had to step in regardless. No, but obviously, but he decided, to, he, not particularly him, but they, they the Patriots decided to go after him in the draft in the sixth round after pretty much every single scout wrote him off as being undraftable. I don't think any team would have taken him if the Patriots hadn't drafted him. Dude, the the Patriots, the receivers and running backs that they have always had, I guess you have um, Troy Brown is probably their second best. Randy Moss at the back end of his career is probably the best receiver they've had. And we want to say Julian Edelman is the third best. Yeah, exactly. But why were they so successful? Because Tom Brady was able to elevate them. I'm not saying it's just Tom Brady. I'm just saying Tom Brady has probably done more. In, in, okay, for expl- those players. Explain to me how a, a quarterback Extra does more work than a coach. getting good synergy with the w- wide receivers. That's how offenses work. They work together. Just, okay, but good synergy is not doesn't get you a Super Bowl. Yes, it does. So if you had good you synergy... You don't think the Eagles... If you had a good the synergy... The Eagles had Nick Foles at quarterback, and you don't you, think they had the synergy of a team to come together, they would have won? Wait, so you're saying a ba- the backup quarterback of Nick Foles had a ton of synergy from doing the all this extra team, work? Bro, from all of the extra work, you're, you're saying just a that number crunching and analyst, you don't understand that the quarterbacks develop bonds with the receivers. I am not. I why, know that for a so fact. So you think that Belichick is the reason that those receivers are great? Yes. Okay, then we just straight up disagree because I think it's Brady. Oh my God! By oh. Okay, let, let me ask you this. Let me why are they this. able to get let, such perfect balls and get, get become better players? He's obviously because a good he's the best he's quarterback to, of all time. Let me ask you this. If Tom Brady was not on the Patriots, where would he be? Team-wise or, or talent-wise? His career. I can't tell his you. His whole career. I don't know. Exactly. No one knows. He would not be as good as he how was. How do you know that? Because Bill Belichick took him and molded him. Yeah, but how do you know that? That he wouldn't be as good at... Uh, you can't prove that. You actually have enough to prove that because there's been other... Oh, my God. There have been other late-drafted quarterbacks that have turned into at least decent talent at the lowest end, at least decent talent. Okay, then because how about of Bill Belichick. how about uh freaking uh, who coached Atlanta in 05? Um, 
That is a but yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt Ryan was, no, Matt no, no, Ryan no, no, not Matt, not Matt Ryan. I'm talking Matt Schaub, the backup to Michael Vick. He was a great talent. He was de- he wasn't developed by Bill Belichick. He went over to Houston, had three Pro Bowl seasons. How about that? It happens everywhere, dude. How but about Aaron that- Rodgers getting groomed behind Brett Favre? Is Mike McCarthy the god, or is he just, or is Aaron Rodgers just the next up? Okay, we have a comment. Belichick has a great scheme, yes, but he isn't between the lines lining up a quarterback. Uh, that I understand that. I'm agreeing with that point that he's obviously not the one playing quarterback. But at the end of the Thank day, you for the comment, by the way. At the end of the day, it. I didn't even see who that was. It Sam? Was the, no, the guy that's calling in later. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, one thing that you have to acknowledge, though, there are too many examples in which other quarterbacks have had to step in. Not like you know they kind of throw him in garbage time. Had to step in and they've won games. For the Patriots or across the, the league? For the Patriots. I'm talking about specifically the Patriots. There are, I'd understand maybe if it was two guys, one or two guys that like you're like, oh, that's not enough of a sample size. But I could probably name five. Jacoby Brissett didn't do anything out of there. Uh, when he was with, Garopp- wait, but when he was with the Patriots, he did very well. And I don't think average he, wins, dude. He didn't go get over 300 yards. He got like 207 yards versus. He still Houston. got wins for them. He still got wins. I'm. Uh, it was th- still a team that went to the Super Bowl. What what does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying it's not the hardest thing to do when you have such a good team built around you. Obviously, yes. But wait, but you're, so you're proving your you're proving no, my I'm point. not. I'm saying that so, Tom, so you're saying Brady also Tom Brady is Brady a team. You're saying they have a, it's across. You're the contradicting board. yourself a lot. You're contradicting yourself You think yourself you have me trapped, but you're wrong because I no, got you. Here's the point that there you, are more quarterbacks that have been uh, that have had to step up in other teams. That weren't coached by Bill Belichick that have gone on and been successful than have been coached by Belichick. I already listed off two. Wait, that, that if you po- want me wait, to do I'm more, s- but you, these are off tangent points though. These aren't. Po- I'm saying that it's not off tangent. It, this points. is a very you're specific saying that instance. Belichick there, there has can not there develop has not, a quarterback out of thin air. Let me that's talk. what you're saying. There is not. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he can. He's good at evaluating talent and taking guys in the draft, but he's also good at developing the the people that have the talents that he wants to develop. At the end of the day. I'm, we're talking about a specific instance. You can't go and grab just... Yes, you can. There are other backboard. examples. No, this is one very specific instance in which we have a quarterback that played his whole career with Bill Belichick, and then also in addition to that, you had multiple backup quarterbacks that ended up being successful. Not just one, not just two that you're pulling they out of the They are not hat. successful. None They're of those quarterbacks not, were really successful, dude. Obviously. They, wait, 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 wait. You're cutting me off again. They obviously weren't successful at the end when they left the Patriots. But when they were with the Patriots, they were able to win games. Were Matt they Castle was like 8-8. Eight and eight. He still won games for them. 8-8 eight eight is not a good season. That's not successful. He was a tight end. And you want to talk eight, about success? How about Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl? He was Bowl? actually 10-6. and six. He was actually 10-6. and six. So a tight end won 10 games playing quarterback. A tight end also won uh, 10 games and a playoff game in Denver. What are you talking about? Tim Tebow. Because he's not a real quarterback. Yeah, he's not yeah, a real okay. quarterback. Look, I put... My chips in t- the Tom Brady stake. Okay. I think he makes his team better. Okay. I'm not saying Belichick doesn't play a part. I'm just saying he makes those receivers better. Look at the receiver position but, uh, over the years. But you're only naming one position group. What about the running backs? They play an incredible pass-catching role as well. It's all scheme fit. Belichick is offense also. He's the head coach, but he's still mostly offense. Patricia is a defensive guy. He's their defense guy. Okay, here's here's another point that I just want to bring up, though. 
He was also able to get the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs with, I think, Vinny Test. No, not Vinny Testaverde. Oh, my God. I'm blanking on his name. He's from Miami. It wasn't Couch, was it? No, it wasn't Couch. It was. This was before they moved, I'm Cole pretty Pepper? sure. No. I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't know. I think that you're underestimating I'm the not. ability that Tom Brady had to elevate I'm the credi- receivers. I'm crediting him, but I think that the just slightly more credit needs to go to Bill Belichick. I think you're wrong. Bill Belichick has gotten him nothing and expected Brady to make something out of the nothing. What do you mean? The receiver skill that he's had over the years. I told you to list off the best receivers, and it was like three wait, that wait, were wait, decent. Wait, 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 But just because that he has these no-name receivers doesn't mean it that— It means he expects Brady to make them better, and he does consistently. Maybe Bill Belichick expects himself and his team to make them better as well. Not just Tom Brady. No, it's Tom Brady that makes them better. That is, that is an asinine analysis. It's not. It is. Completely is. You listen to players talk about Tom Brady and how he makes them better. I you listen to Teddy Bruschi and Mike Vrabel, and he tells you how his impact was. I understand that Tom Brady has made players better, but there are more coaches that can make players better than Tom Brady can, and Bill Belichick is one of them. I don't. I don't know what you, you're just. All right, well, the next point that we're going to talk guess, about is Joe guess, Montana. Dude. The next point is Joe Montana and Bill Walsh. There were three Super Bowls won in the 80s and 90s from Bill Walsh as the head coach, and three of them were with Joe Montana, and one of them he also won an additional fourth one without Bill Walsh. This is another situation on which a quarterback came in with Bill Walsh. He was drafted by Bill Walsh out of the third round out of Notre Dame, and then they ended up being one of the most successful teams in the league. This, I think, in my opinion, is a more obvious one. As much as I love Joe Montana, and I think that he's obviously one of the best quarterbacks to play the game, and he's proven that he can go play on other teams and be successful, there were there was more around to help Joe Montana than there was for a lot of other quarterbacks that won Super Bowls. So he had the best receiver in the history of football to throw to. He had multiple very good running backs, not elite ones, but very good pass-catching running backs. And then you also had an extremely revolutionary offense that was never before seen in a run-first league in the West Coast offense that was created. I agree. You actually agree with me on that? I agree. I think it's hard to put it all, you know, to say the quarterback had more credit when, you know, you go out and get the best receiver of all time. Yeah. Roger Craig is an awesome running back also in that backfield. Yes. He's awesome to watch uh, his highlights. Oh he's, yeah, how he's like just doing our high knee warm ups when mm-hmm. he's running. But um, I think it's I think I, I give more credit to Walsh there also because he was able to revolutionize the game and flip it on its side and then make other teams adapt to him and game plan for him, opposed to everyone just running the same stuff and see who's mm-hmm. who's got more muscle. Okay, fair enough. So I'm with you on the on the Bill Walsh train. Okay, just I mean yeah, Joe Montana's great. But he has the scheme, and he gave Montana stuff to work with. Now I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. They're just, oh, I think I don't need to. We, no, we agree. Can we agree? It doesn't. It, doesn't it, it can be no, a positive. I, I, no, show. but I just want to say, I just want to throw a point in there, though. Joe Montana, also, one thing you could say is he has one of the most confident demeanors of any quarterback that we've seen. He's very good at interacting with his teammates, almost like Tom Brady. Tom Brady is. And that, that was one of the things that he was always talked up for is, is how well he was able to connect with his teammates. And one of the most relevant examples was in the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals. They were down, and they had one drive to go. 
And he went out of his way to point out John Candy in the stands, who was an actor at the time, that was, and that was calmed out cool. and calmed down his whole team. And I just I feel like you know you got to give Joe Montana also a lot more credit than he deserves, or not than he's getting. Sorry, is what I meant to say. But Bill Walsh obviously is the one getting the the nod in this one. And then the last one we're going to keep this one brief, but. Doug Peterson, Peterson. Thank you. And Carson Wentz slash Nick Foles. I'm gonna have to go with the coach again this in this one. Oh my god. I think Carson Wentz is gonna be probably one of the best quarterbacks in the next era. Hmm. But that defense and also the coaching philosophies of Doug Petters Peterson, sorry, I keep doing that, also helped Nick Foles win a Super Bowl. You don't think so? You think Nick Foles is a good quarterback? I bashed Nick Foles on here. I think he's fine. I think Carson Wentz is an exceptional talent. His ability to move in the pocket mm-hmm. and make throws, you know, on the run. I mean, hopefully he doesn't get injured again. He doesn't get injury struck. That'd be just a, a shame. Mm-hmm. I think it was – I think their success with Foles was more scheme-based. But I'm not – I can't take away from the players because they're the one making the plays. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to credit it all to Doug Peterson. I'm going to credit it to the scheme that they ran, which was the run-pass option system, which is kind of unconventional in the traditional NFL offenses. With yeah, it's, the, it's more college-based. Right, it is more college-based. I mean, we run it, we run RPOs here, and they, they could be effective, and I think it was just the ability to, to run what Nick Foles was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And this maybe this isn't great, you know, uh, podcasting, but I, it's kind of a not that hot of a take. But I think it was the scheme that that really elevated uh, Foles and the I whole think, offense. Too. Yeah, it, and the whole offense. It, it's ability Cause, to cause keep. Like, I think the best. I don't mean to interrupt, but the best example of of a guy getting elevated was Nelson Aguilar, who really was nothing after being taken in the first round with Chip Kelly there, and then all of a sudden he's this flashing talented speedy wide receiver. Well they ran more pro style when Wentz was in there. Yeah. So I, I, I'm crediting I'll credit Wentz and the quarterbacks while he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Then after the the coaches were able to take reins and, and like and, almost and troubleshoot. Yeah. Yeah. They were able to adapt very well, which is so hard to do uh like that, but I think that shows great coaching. But yeah, so the first half of the season, I'm saying the quarterbacks is the Wentz deserved the credit, and then in the postseason when they needed to rebound from that injury, mm-hmm. uh, the coaches deserve the credit for being able to scheme correctly for Foles to be able to not make mistakes. Okay, that's a fair point. Random question of the day. Oh god, was not expecting this. I literally just came up with this off the top of my head. All right, best type of French fry. Oh god, so we're doing like a, a food of the food of the week thing. Oh uh, yeah, just for these best episodes because we don't have, we don't have a ton of news to talk about. Gosh, obviously, I'd like a smoother transition, but uh, all right, that's, um, a, that's not a bad transition. Okay, curly fry. Curly fry. Ooh, I'd have to think for a second. I wasn't expecting you to give me an answer that quick. Yeah, curly fry. Um, with honey mustard. Cur- no, you can't add a condiment. Yeah, you can. I, that's the best combination of all time. No, but I'm saying the, the the point of this question is minus the condiment because, it, you know, certain condiments are going to make. One seed curly fry with honey mustard, two seed Chick-fil-A fries okay, with the Chick-fil-A right. sauce. No, we're not talking. Okay. I'm saying you're asking the, for the rest. No, 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 I, no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm no, adding wait, additional wait, wait, content wait. here. <laughs> the question I only, the question I ask is the, the pre- preparation of French fries, not the brand where they're from and the condiment you put with them. I'm just asking 
preparation of French fries, what is your favorite? Curly fry. Okay. Um, I think curly fries are up there. God, you're not just to play devil advocate. Don't say something whack. Is curly fry your favorite also? Curly fries tied with waffle fries. Uh-huh. I think waffle fries are very underrated. So I went two for two, and then what? okay. So are you not? Are you con honey mustard? No, I love honey mustard. I'm just okay. saying I want. I didn't want this to be a condiment debate. Because let's, let's condiments think about, wait, enhance wait, wait, the fries. Let's think of how many different types of foods you can combine with a different type of sauce. Like we could debate French fries and condiments all day, and you could have so many different options. I was just trying to it keep it simple. To, uh, it doesn't have to be a debate, Joe. We could just revel yeah, in their glory. Yeah, yeah. But no. But the point I was trying to make though is I didn't want to make it overly complicated. So you're not. It's not overly complicated. It's a, it's a sauce. It's your favorite but, combination. No, but there's. I'm just saying there's there's so many different combinations you could come up with if you add a sauce or a condiment. You're making this harder than it needs to be. It's, we're just talking about fries, right. and right, I added the, 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 the sauce. All right. Well, that ah. appears to be all we have for today. Thank you for tuning food. in. Tuning in to get Jeez. to the point. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at GTTP Podcast, as well as Holoness. Just search up Get to the Point. And then also, we are now officially on the Google Play Store and the Apple Podcast app. So check us out. All you got to do is search, get to the point. You can listen to us anywhere. And then also on SoundCloud, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, follow us, subscribe to us, do whatever you can. And then at the end of the day, if you like what you're hearing and you like listening to us, please reach out. Please give us some type of feedback. Please give us some type of so I have a question. If you want to be a part of the discussion, we'll definitely shout you out. We'll give you your name, and we'll uh, we'll talk about whatever questions you want to hear about. We want to know what the fans want to talk about. No, I agree. Yeah. And uh, if you uh, have the time and you like what you hear, then uh, leave us a little review on uh, on Apple. Yep. You know, five star, four star, whatever you feel like. Heck, if you don't little... like us, give us one star. Yeah, we need we'd to know like how to get hear. better. Yeah. We want to get better. That's true. Uh, well, that is it. I'm Jody Leone. I'm Sean Anderson. Tune in next week. For our next episode, this was Get to the Point.